Good afternoon. I'm Tim Swindle, director of the Lunar and Planetary Laboratory at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today for a conversation about vehicles that talk to each other is Larry Head, a professor in systems and industrial engineering at the University of Arizona. Larry, thanks for coming in and sharing your research. Tim, thanks for inviting me. What do you mean by saying that vehicles talk to each other? How, how do they talk? Well, there's a new technology. Uh, the FCC allocated a little piece of the spectrum for us to use, 5.9 gigahertz, and it's like Wi-Fi in the cars, only the messages get transmitted really fast. Uh, where with Wi-Fi, it might take a second to send a message. With the, the wave messaging that we use, it takes two-tenths of a millisecond. And so now cars can talk to each other and say, here I am, here I am, here I am, and then hopefully they won't run into each other. And the drivers won't be doing any of the talking with this system. Is that what I'm understanding? That's right. So the vehicles are doing this on their own, and then there's safety applications that run on the vehicles that will react to other vehicles if they're in their path. How does this fit in with things like there have been some incidents with self-driving Teslas running into things or things like that? Will that help with that? Yeah, there's two paths of technology right now. One is connected vehicles and one is automated driving vehicles. And what'll happen is we'll see them come back together in the future because the automated driving vehicles are trying to do it all with sensors that are on the vehicles on their own. They don't think they can rely on the infrastructure or the other vehicles. And what they're gonna find out is if they just knew the other vehicle was there because they could talk to it, then they could avoid some of the accidents that we've seen in the past. And does this affect things like traffic flow as well? Can you tie this in with the signaling mechanisms? So my research is really on this part of it. So we listen at the traffic signals to the vehicles that are saying, here I am, here I am. And we take that information and then we can optimize the flow. How much green time should there be? Should we hold it green a little bit longer? Are you a special kind of vehicle? And should we do something special to give you a little extra time to get through the signal? Is this somehow like the uh, fire trucks and uh, police cars that can trigger a light to show the other drivers that there's something coming through that you need to worry about? Right. So that's like a 40-year-old technology called preemption, and it's one vehicle at a time. And originally, it was based on a, a, an optical sensor. The light on the vehicle was blinking, and the traffic intersection could pick it up that it was there. But what we do is we've taken new algorithms and developments, and we can say, oh, we see three trucks coming this direction, two buses, a bunch of passenger vehicles. What's the best thing to do? And so we can make decisions in real time at the intersection, knowing where all those vehicles are and what kind of vehicles they are. Is this technology that's a year off, 20 years off? What's the time frame that we're talking about? We have a test bed in Anthem, Arizona, which is just north of Phoenix. And we're working on building a test bed here in Tucson, Arizona. And we operate it 24-7. We have 11 traffic signals that are equipped. And we take some vehicles out and we run some experiments. So next summer, when Cadillac releases the first connected vehicle into the market, the 2017 CTS, if someone in Anthem has one, it drives through our signals, we'll know about it. Are there other plans that manufacturers have? If you have just the one Cadillac, that seems like that will help not very many people until there are other cars to talk to. NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, is considering a rule that would require every vehicle manufactured in the U.S. to be equipped with this technology. Actually, the rule's drafted, and it's we're anticipating it'll be signed any day now. And so when that rule is signed, then a couple of years later, all new vehicles will have this technology. 
Will, as a driver, will you see something on your car that is doing this, or will it be completely transparent to you? It's going to be completely transparent to the drivers. Uh, their cars are going to be communicating with other cars. The only time they would see something is if they were about to be in an accident and the safety systems on the cars take over. Uh, in the traffic lights, you won't see anything but hopefully more green lights. Are there any concerns with privacy that there's somebody listening and monitoring where your car is driving all the time you're going anywhere? Yeah, so this has been a big consideration since we first started working on this. Uh, this is a big national project, so there's lots of people working on it. Um, and privacy is a big issue. So every five minutes, the, the vehicle changes its ID. Uh, if you're familiar with computer technology, there's a MAC address that's the physical address of your device. It changes randomly every five minutes. So we're not allowed to track who's there and where you're going. Well, Larry, thanks for sharing your research with us. I'm Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this has been Arizona Science. You can hear this and other Arizona Science conversations by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.